0: Hey, church, we're jumping into 2 Corinthians chapter 12 for our daily hope dose this morning, afternoon, evening, or good night, whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for joining us. I just pray that God, you would be with us, open our minds and our hearts to receive your truth and to receive your love and mercy. Church, question for you before we jump in is what is your thorn? What's the thorn in your side? Because that's the passage that we're focusing in on, that amazing passage where Paul gets done uh, reciting all the different ways, boasting. He's, he says, you forced my hand into boasting, writing to um, the, the the church in Corinth that he's afraid has been, um, has been lured away from the simplicity and the power of the gospel by false teachers, false teachers who are claiming lots of accolades and spiritual authority. And so Paul kind of, he does a little bit of a flex and admits that he, he, kind of cringeworthy. He doesn't want to do it. And he finishes that section by saying this, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, says Paul, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me that is why for Christ's sake i delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when i am weak then i am strong super easy right <laughs> i know i've got that one down I, I i love all of my flaws my shortcomings my weaknesses um, i love how how callous or short i can be with people I love how often um, I realize that it—it it is my head, my, my desire for knowledge to be right, to have an informed opinion, to correct somebody that is actually the obstacle to communicating the love and the grace of Jesus to other people. It's the obstacle that gets in the way of me being a loving person who's got integrity, who can walk in honesty, who can serve with humility. I don't confess To loving the thorns in my life. And if you're anything like a normal human, you probably don't either. (laughs) See, especially in our our culture, you know, I mean, we're raised in the land of of wealth and opportunity where we are constantly inundated. Even if you do a good job of staying away from the internet um, or movies or television, we're inundated with these images and this idea of perfection, whether that be outward physical perfection, whether that be the perfection of accomplishment, of influence, of success in your endeavors, material wealth, all these different things. I don't know what your thorn is, but I'm willing to bet that if you don't already know what it is, and most of us, most of us, if we're being honest, do. When, when that question's asked, immediately something oops, pops to the back of, back of your mind. Um, but if you don't, just ask the Holy Spirit, ask God. Um, or if you're really bold, a really real glutton for punishment, um, go to some of your close friends and family and say, hey, gloves off, promise to not get mad. Um, what do you see as the thorn in my side? Um, it's it's so paradoxical that in the spiritual life, encou- profound encounters with God can lead to spiritual pride. That's I think that's the core of what Paul is talking about. Um, because when we have these encounters with God, we have, we, we experienced the truth of him saying, Hey, I see you. You are loved. You are safe. You are my beloved child for whom I have a purpose and a destiny. And that it's easy sometimes for us to take that and go too far with it. And, and to believe that somehow makes us better than the rest, especially better than those who, who don't know and walk with Jesus. But man, what a mistake that would be, right? If we acted out of that conceit, that pride, that arrogance. Um, there's a, Richard Rohr is a, a famous, if not controversial, uh, spiritual teacher, but he's got um, a line that I love, recognizing how profound it is to accept our wounds, accept the thorns in our lives. He says, I get to a point where I started to pray for, for one humiliation a day, one humiliation a day. Because it's necessary for all of us to have our pride, our ego, that thing that will would slowly trick us into thinking that life is about me, <laughs> what I need, what I want. Uh, we need those little humiliations to keep us humble, to keep us open to relying on God for what we need. Our emotional security, our, our physical security, and rec- recognizing that we're called to be about other people, to serve the church, to serve the broken, to serve the needy. So it may not be easy to do it first, but I do believe we can come to to love our wounds. We can come to, to accept and to be grateful for those thorns in our lives that keep us connected to and dependent on God for everything. Church, I hope you have a wonderful day and that this is encouraging, not a source of pain or shame. It's okay. It's, it's okay if you're you're not measuring up to perfection. God says, "When you are weak, I am strong." Let him be strong today in your life, church.